we have to understand something. How can you talk about freedom and justice for all when you were brought under the banner of servitude? How can you talk about freedom and justice for all when you were brought in shackles and chains with yokes about your neck? The Bible says that the children of Israel will be scattered into all nations under the banner of slavery. This was a global slave trade. Luke chapter 21 verse 21 through 24 says you're going to fall by the edge of the sword and they're going to be led away captive into all nations. So the question for the critical thinker is this, who did that happen to? Did that happen to the Chinese? No. Did that happen to the Arab? No. Did that happen to the European? No. Did that happen to the people that call themselves Jewish? No. What race of mankind on the earth was taken into captivity into all nations? You think this global slave trade would be not documented in the greatest history book known to mankind? You're looking at the Bible and you don't realize that it's talking about you. Yes, you. The people that are impacted by slavery and colonialism. The people that were taken to America, taken to the Caribbean islands, taken to France, Portugal, taken to Spain as slaves. The Bible says that the, the gospel... The gospel of the Jesus Christ that we know of is a black man that came to set liberty to the captives. That's Isaiah 61, verse 1. Who needs saving? Who needs liberty? Does the French need liberty? Does America need liberty? Who is oppressed? Who is getting brutalized in the streets? Who is getting gunned down when you know categorically and statistically they committed no crime? You're being persecuted over a traffic violation. You're being murdered and slaughtered. Ask Sandra Bland, was she free? Ask Trayvon Martin, was he free? Ask George Floyd. A lot of people talk about that they're woke. You're fake woke. The scripture says, awake to righteousness and sin not. Awake to righteousness, awake to who you are. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen as we listen to the Forefront Radio where you will find out the truth in regards to your true nationality. Yes, when you read about the Bible, when it says, my skin is black, it's talking about you. When you read Song of Solomon, when it says, look not upon me because I am black, it's talking about you. When it comes to the greatest man that walked on the face of the earth, Jesus the Christ died a black man's death, died through crucifixion, lynched on a tree, hair like wool, feet like brass burned in a furnace. Who could this be talking about? This is talking about you, your people, the lost tribes of Israel. You're listening to the Forefront Radio. I'm your host, Afia Levi. We're going to have part two of the discussion with Andre. Let me call him. All right. We're calling Andre right now for part two of the discussion. All right. What's going on, Andre? Welcome back. So we're starting part two of our discussion. I was getting a lot of clipping sounds in the uh, audio for the phone call. So I decided to switch over to the audio for the internet and hopefully that'll work a lot better. Appreciate you joining up for okay. part two of the discussion. Um, you mentioned earlier in our previous conversation 
the the negative impacts of psychotropic drugs. And I want to kind of touch on that for part two of this conversation. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times our people are not aware of the um, legacy of the wicked, meaning the things that the dominant society, so-called dominant society, is doing to the children of Israel. Some of those include mm-hmm. experimentation, uh, genetic manipulation, um, uh, uh, administration of certain chemical agents. I don't want to use the word, mm-hmm. but the V word, you know, um, mm-hmm. with the syphilis experiments and stuff like that. And with the onset of all these various diseases that have impacted the earth, such as Ebola, AIDS, mm-hmm. um, and things of that nature, you know, the uh, bio uh, attacks that have been happening on the people. But now what hasn't been touched on is the uh, impact of psychotropic drugs. Some are familiar with the, you know, other things, but as far as the impact of psychotropic drugs and the restrictions that many medical professionals have when it comes to, you know, trying to alleviate people with mental health issues. So please do elaborate on some of your experiences in that area. Yeah, absolutely. So before transitioning to doing the work that I'm doing with people now, uh, totally independent. And also, as I said, um, I'm about solutions and spreading the good news. So when I say I'm about solutions, it's really about the things the Most High has given me to to share with, with anyone with any ear to hear. But I want to target especially our people because there's very few men in the first place who enter the field of mental health and go through that whole process because, as I mentioned before, we naturally have an aversion for it with good cause. Um, as of August 3rd, uh, earlier this year, I think it's Oxford University, they announced that they've done their research again, and they cannot find that um, depression is caused by what's called serotonin, low serotonin. The way the drugs work is they artificially boost your serotonin levels. And in the wisdom of the most highest creation, creation our physical vessels as I mentioned earlier, your body does whatever it needs to do to keep you alive. So just like um, it's almost like on a car, a failsafe, when there's too much gas, right? What happens? The gas starts to spill and it lets you know, stop pumping the gas. Your gut makes most of your serotonin. When you take these fake drugs, what happens is you, you train your gut. You're telling your body, okay, don't make the natural serotonin, which is free, by the way, and safe and um, effective with no harm, take the synthetic kind, which is artificial, which the body doesn't recognize. But of course, when you poison it, it'll adjust and try to make it work. So they announced in their own research after all these years and all these drugs that they've dumped into people's bodies with it, it's like, yeah, you know, we can't, um, we can't substantiate that these drugs really, um, that depression is tied to that. We all know, for example, um, you can show certain symptoms of stuff when you're deficient in certain nutrients. So whenever we're going through affliction and things, isn't it natural for us to feel sad? And so what this system has taught us is that the feelings of sadness must be masked and suppressed. And a lot of people have a hard time transitioning off these drugs. And the good news is orthomolecular medicine, which basically it's not drugs. It's targeted nutrition. There's a whole institute around it. And 
the irony is they've gotten results not even using the best forms of the of the nutrition. It's like the synthetic stuff of the stuff the most high makes, like fake vitamin B and uh, fake vitamin C, and they still have helped people with significant issues. But when we're talking about the drugs, they know there's there's a couple films I'll mention just like before. There's even one called Medicating Normal. Um, you can look this up, Medicating Normal, where people tell the story of what they've experienced with these drugs. The letters from Generation RX. A gentleman murdered his son within two weeks after taking these drugs, and he was let off. They didn't shut down the drug company, but he murdered his son. The, the psychotropics have what's called a black box warning people. That's the strongest warning label you can have on a drug, which means extremely dangerous. It, they, they cause uh, suicidality, homicidality. So the things that you go to a psychiatrist to prevent and feel better, in the, in the disclaimer of the black box, they let you know, by the way, on the off chance, I know you're trying not to hurt yourself, but for some people, it actually makes them hurt themselves. And the last thing I'll say to really bring the point home all of our mass school shooters, we're seeing psychiatrists and all psychotropic drugs. Don't take my word for it. Look it up. Your Columbine shooter, your Virginia Tech shooter, the Army base shooter, the Batman theater shooter, they all were on these various medications. So they're poison people. That's heavy. And I think I found, I may have found part of the... Uh article that you mentioned as far as Forbes, it's mentioning something called serotonin syndrome. Yeah, yeah it, it trashes your brain. Serotonin reuptake inhibitors mm -hmm. is the name of the drug. Mm -hmm. But they, they've announced, they find no evidence that depression is caused by a chemical imbalance. But let's say, for example, when I lost my dad last year, my teacher who helped me with health stuff, you don't think I was feeling a type of depressed? But we know the cause. If enough bad things happen to you in a row, you lose your job, your car tanks out on you, a difficult breakup, are you going to feel happy? <laughs> right? It, it, it's natural that the emotions we go through, depression is this prolonged feeling. What it's supposed to be, according clinically, is this ongoing, prolonged thing. And if we're talking about a biblical perspective, the scriptures, that's why we're told to pray without ceasing, right? We're supposed to give up, give our afflictions and things and put it into the hands of the most high and be using the things that he has given us here. And that's how we'll feel better. It's not through these, it's not through these people's um, witchcraft people. You know, one quick fact I'll share, and you mentioned in the early talk, Rockefeller, the founder of our modern medicine, he used homeopathy, people. You can look this up but he financed the colleges so that they would only use the chemical stuff, the garbage. You know, Tylenol is made of coal tar, people, and it destroys people, it kills 5,000 people or more a year. It can literally make you, give you internal bleeding and destroy your liver. He used natural substances and energetics that the Most High put here for him and his family. But then he, in the, in the school's budgets, he told them they must use the garbage and the poison train doctors and that would be what we get so you're telling me that the natural remedies that many of our ancestors knew in the continent of africa of dealing with stress they know of like homeopathic medicine like you mentioned right but then yes, in the school system they're pushing chemicals 
Yes, from the very beginning, back in 19-something. That's why your doctor, your average doctor, gets nearly about three hours worth of nutritional training. Three hours in their four years. So if you committed a week to doing about an hour a day of looking at the right stuff, you would be better versed in nutrition than your average doctor. Hey, there's a lot of books on nutrition, folks. Listen to the man. He knows what he's talking about. There's a lot of books on nutrition and touching on, you know, things that are naturally made. I got one for you right here. And actually, it's tied to this conversation so people can understand how serious what we're discussing here. You can get it um, as a paperback. It's only eight bucks. Support the sister, Dr. Jennifer Daniels. It's called The Lethal Dose and Why Your Doctor is Prescribing It. She is a classically trained MD and MBA. Her story reads like a movie. I've listened to her interviews. She does herbs and things like that. She watched as all of her training, as she did exactly as she was told, how she was killing and harming people. In her book, she walks you through how board-certified doctors, following the standard of care, which means what insurance will pay out for. See, a lot of people don't understand the legalities of things. Part of why your doctor legally cannot even begin to talk to you about something, say, like ashwagandha or adaptogens like the reishi mushroom and things like that is because of the standard of care. If they deviate from that, they are liable where you can sue them. And so they practice the standard of care. And she cites back in 2011, 700,559, 766 patients in the USA were killed or harmed following the standard of care. Wait, repeat that understand? statistic one more again. <laughs> repeat that again. Back then, this is back in 2011. Fast forward, you know what we're dealing with now. That's another conversation. Back in 2011, Dr. Jennifer Daniels, The Lethal Dose, look up her book. You can buy it for eight bucks, paperback off Amazon. Back in 2011, following the standard of care, board certified doctors murdered. 759,766 patients in the USA. This is 2011, people. And so she sacrificed everything. They put her on a no do not hire list, a no fly list, because she also told about a bank heist in her local city. This woman is brilliant. She lives like in Peru now. Check out her, um, you can check out her interviews. They pulled some of them off of YouTube. Brilliant standard MD sister went through the whole process. She talks a lot about turpentine because she asked our people what was the old folk remedies that they were using to get well. Because she saw as she gave people the medication as prescribed, people were getting sick and being hurt. I don't even know, I don't even think she's in the scriptures, but uh, she's into the scriptures. But the most high put the spirit on her to help and not just take the money and stay quiet. So you know what happened? She got a visit. This is another thing we don't know about our doctors. They get royalties. The more they prescribe, they track the prescriptions. She was one of the top prescribers, and then her prescription started to drop, and they paid her a visit like, hey, what's going on? They track these things. It's the same for the poke. I won't name it. But there are certain doctors who bully parents and their children because if they get 100% compliance, they're looking at anywhere from 30 to a 50K bonus if they can keep compliance around injectables, 90 plus percent or higher within their practice. Wow, that's heavy. That's heavy. 
So within the legal, within not the legal, but within the medical field itself, there are those that are getting kickbacks and payments for providing certain medications, even though those medications are harmful. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, okay. everything is covered under legalese because that's what they were taught to do. It's okay. You understand? So it's covered. And because the FDA vetted it, then that means it's okay. So ultimately, what they do is they play this game where a bunch of people signed off and there's really no one to blame. Keep in mind, which you just triggered something for me to share with people, a lot of our people they don't understand. You know how Tylenol things get approved? They can do up to 300 trials, 30 trials, however many trials they need to do to show some sort of biological effect that's superior to placebo. You understand? So they get to throw out all of the studies that they show that it was hurtful. Once they could have a study, and obviously what you do is you just rig the study. Once they've shown a study where allegedly their medication somehow moves biology in a beneficial a metric that's superior than the sugar pill, that's how it gets rubber stamped and then and then it's unleashed upon us. That's going into the Food and Drug Administration, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I, I call them food and death. <laughs> we got to wake up to the ways of the world, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you that are not familiar with this, what he's going into is very uh, keenly taught in the scriptures. When you read the Bible, it says, take heed that no man deceive you, that uh, many false Christs and many false prophets shall deceive many, right? What people tend to real tend to think that just means is only from a religious and political aspect, but it also relates to every other aspect of society, from education to science to even medicine. So he mentioned... Um, uh, 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 the pharmaceuticals. So I want to kind of just touch on that just briefly. When you read uh, Revelation, it talks about how the world is deceived by sorcery. When yes. you look up the word sorcery, the term sorcery in the old Greek is pharmakeia. Look it up on Google. Since Google is your God, Google it. When you look up pharmakeia, you find out that that's the same word that we get called pharmacy. Many of us that are spiritually inclined, we, we've gravitated to learning this information and we share it in the efforts that those of you that are not spiritually inclined can take heed to it and realize that the highest amounts of money that are paid in this world, you can look at it. It's not the gold. It's not the oil. It's actually the pharmaceutical industry. But you know, just give you a little bit of crumbs to kind of, you know, <laughs> but yeah. And, and I wanted to, to to tie in and, and walk people through. Most drugs are tested six weeks before being approved. The drug companies control the data, as I said, and it gets submitted to the FDA for review. One thing I failed to mention, guess what? At least about 50% of the FDA's budget comes from these companies. So it's the Fox Garden, the hen house. If you want to be paid, you understand? You need to say yes. There's no honesty here. They puff their chefs uh, out and go with these titles, but it's basically the mob, people. It's literally the mob. Got to be awake to the ways of the world, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, you know, I appreciate you sharing this information and bringing it to the forefront. 
what solutions can our people do to avoid these pitfalls of the uh, sorcery and the witchcraft? Oh, I'm sorry. Before I go there, let me get the definition because I know some people aren't even going to look it up. But let me let me get the definition just so I could read it to uh, folks that are not familiar with the uh, definition of pharmacaea because I mentioned it earlier. Okay, so pharmacaea is also known as the administration of drugs. So now this is based on BibleStudyTools.com. Pharmacaea meaning in the Bible, okay? Pharmacaea, the use or administering of drugs. Okay, that's the first definition. The next definition is poisoning. Poisoning. The next part of the definition is sorcery. Magical arts often found in connection with idolatry and fostered by it. So now when we look at medical science today, and he mentioned it on the previous um, previous podcast that we did earlier, sometimes when you deal with uh, science in the educational system, they exalt their thought process and philosophies to be above God. So if you exalt something above God, that means you created your own God. That's idolatry, folks. So they created idolatry through the scientific systems to cause people to worship their ideology and take it to be 100% true, 100% fact. That's why you could go and talk to people about things and say, hey, DNA is, is accurate when it comes to paternal tests and stuff like that, but it's not something that you would necessarily want to use to try to track back your ancestry from 3,000 years ago, because they would have to have 3,000-year-old bones to grab and say, hey, this person is your ancestor, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, connected to this part. And they can't do that. They they don't have that. So it's all related to sorcery, poisoning, the administration of drugs, pharmacaea, pharmacy. So now get medical attention first. Speak to your professional licensed you know, we're not telling you don't take no medication because, mm-hmm. you know, for legal reasons, we're not going to say that. But what we can Absolutely. say is investigate it, educate yourself about it, learn more and find natural ways to alleviate certain things. Now, of course, if you need something crazy like surgery for something that's extreme, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But in cases where you have preventative things, that you can take natural supplements, natural herbs, the teas, you know. Oh, matter of fact, you know, Haitian folks are big on teas. Can you elaborate mm-hmm. on the reason why we're big on teas? It's funny you mention it. I don't have the name of the tea, but one of the things when we were dealing with a certain respiratory situation, people in Haiti were not coming down with the sickness as much as possible. And I believe my mom, when speaking to her, she said there was some sort of tea everyone was drinking. Again, where does tea grow? Out of the ground, off the trees, the leaves. So there are certain properties of these substances of the most high that are extremely protective for our people. I never quite got the name um, of it, but if you if you look into this, and that's part of why, you know, I guess it's relevant to the conversation, the former um, top, president was uh, uh, killed because he wasn't with the program around that. Um, And that's something, uh, if you look at all around the country, all the various countries, all of the darker hue people, this goes with our earlier conversation, we made out better with that certain thing. 
um, in other lands versus here in America, and it's tied to the vitamin D, uh, it's tied to the radiation, and they they follow a more traditional lifestyle, and they're closer to the things of their of their culture, which is why I think they fared better uh, ultimately. But there, there's there's copious amounts of information, people. I'll I'll give people one really great resource. Um, Nutrition and Behavior. It's a lecture, Dr. Russell Blaylock. He walks you through how a lot of, to tie in the beginning of this conversation, nutrition and behavior. It's about 45 minutes. How with prisoners and different people, when they suppress their diets of certain things, how you could have certain depressive issues. Um, people are more violent when they're magnesium deficient. Uh, what happens to our bodies when we're lacking B vitamins and things of this nature. And so then the solution would be to ingest more of these to offset the damage versus your standard trained uh, doctor are going to say you need more chemical compounds, more pharmacia. But this guy is like a neurobiologist. It's an amazing talk. Um, it's something I, I saw many years ago, and uh, it's one of the things that I even helped the family member show her psychiatrist who after many years she was taking this, she knew she knows about the things I, I'm doing and said, hey, I want to get off. And I said, so I'm going to educate you. I require you to be educated so you know, because legally I can't tell you to get off. I shared the documentation with her, that lecture and the orthomolecular medicine stuff, which should really be called orthomolecular nutrition because medicine is usually tied to the drugs. You literally can take high doses of natural substances found in the fruits, veggies, herbs, and spices, and have it have a tremendous biological impact safely to alleviate um, things that are afflicting you. Awesome. That's so phenomenal, man. I appreciate you joining up on the conversation. Um, and I had a scripture that came to mind when it came to depression and anxiety that I want to just touch on briefly. In uh, Ecclesiasticus, also known as Sirach chapter 30, verse uh, 21, it says, Give not over thy mind to heaviness, and afflict not thyself in thine own counsel. You see, the Most High knows the mindset, the psychology or psyche of humanity, of his people. And he tells us to not allow ourselves to give our mind over to heaviness, nor afflict not ourselves in our own counsel. We have a problem with overthinking things when things stress stress us out. Verse 22, the gladness, the gladness of the heart is the life of man. Like um, Pierre was mentioning earlier, stress is a very bad thing that shortens your life. But the gladness of your heart is going to is going to increase your lifespan. It says the gladness of the heart is the life of man and the joyfulness of a man prolongs his days. Verse 23. Love thine own soul. Listen close, folks. Love thy own soul and comfort thy heart. Remove sorrow far from thee. So sorrow, sadness, depression, anxiety, move it far away from you. For sorrow hath killed many, and there is no profit therein. Envy and wrath shorten the life, and carefulness bringeth age before the time. It was that you were in your 30s and you already got gray hair. <laughs> mm -hmm. So my hope and prayer is that everyone is enlightened by this information. Pierre, please provide your contact information or if you have any last things that you want to say in regards to the subject, yeah. please do share. 
Absolutely. Um, one thing that you triggered for me as you was reading those scriptures, and here's the funny thing with how the most high works with me in that I, <laughs> I got to this point because I went and did the deep digging in their so-called science. They verified the scriptures 100% without a shadow of a doubt. So for example, the negative emotions destroy our health, wrecks the heart, but I want to remind our people gratitude They've done a lot of research around gratitude and forgiveness. Being grateful for what le whatever little you have has a tremendous impact on your physiology, people. Tremendous. It strengthens the body, just like life and death and the power of the tongue. When we curse and we're angry, we're stealing life force from ourselves. Your adrenal glands, for example, which give you energy. Our negative thoughts, part of why depression is so heavy and we have no energy is because we're ruminating on the negative, when we stop and pray, and it's about being realistic, gratitude is a leg up, people. Practice gratitude, being grateful for the little things. It's something that I've looked to implement even more in my own life. And I tell you, whenever things get tough, and it's something that I believe the Most High is helping me with, I just right away, I'm learning to just, just give it to Him and, and yield. Yield from your flesh, yield and ask him to take over. You, you'd be amazed the things that could happen uh, for you. That's how I got to this point. You know, all, the, the glory is his. I like to say to brothers, um, one of my close friends, when, when we're console, consoling each other, talking scriptures, is we get the victory, but the glory is his. He doesn't share that, and that's okay, because he's the only one worthy of it. But don't you want that victory? That's right. That's right. All praises to the Most High. So just a quick review on what we went over. On the uh, beginning of the episode, we talked about the psychotropic drugs that have impacted um, our people. We talked about uh, what is the serotonin syndrome. That's a Forbes magazine um, article that the brother mentioned. Make sure you look into that. He also mentioned the lethal dose, why doctors are prescribing it provided by Dr. Jennifer Daniels. That's a book recommendation. And I look to order in that book as well. It's about 94 pages and it's only $7.99. So you can order that on Amazon. Or if you want to get it uh, used or new, depending on the seller, you can get it for as little as $4.99. And then the uh, last couple of things we talked about was nutrition and behavior and how that has impacted um, many people in the Black diaspora and ways that we can also alleviate our people by having a positive mindset, positive prayer, and focus on the most high. Was there anything that you wanted to add on, uh, Pierre, for this conversation for the listener? Um, no, I would say start the journey with these resources, people. I highly, highly encourage you to start that journey and don't, um, don't, don't be intimidated because you don't have the classical training or background. Especially when you when when you're in the spirit and you're in prayer, you'd be profound. You'd be amazed the things that the Most High will reveal to you that's out there that's documented to verify His Word. And that's how I got to this point. He literally sent me on a mission, and I continue to be on this mission where I'm finding the actual evidence that confirms the faith, that verifies what He's telling us about His oils and things. It's there. So that's what I would want to encourage people with. And if people want to get in contact with me, pierrepandre.com. And you can uh, contact me right through my Instagram, not underscore my rest. And I picked that name specifically because 
as the scriptures tell us, um, I believe that my citizenship is with Messiah. <laughs> so I'm not attached to any physical landmass. I'm, I'm passing through. And so there, there is no rest for us, um, given what, what the Most High has assigned us to as his people. All praises to the Most High. All right, folks, thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. Please do uh, like, share, subscribe, this comment, this content, um, and also look into the information that's presented. We appreciate all of you. Most High in Christ bless to you all. Thank you. Hey, my friend, you have just listened to the Forefront Radio. Please leave your comment and input about the show, what you like about the show, as well as any general feedback on ways to improve. We need your help to acquire new equipment to implement studio quality video and audio to our friends. Contribute as little as $4.99. It's only worth a cup of coffee. Then we can produce documentaries, more episodes, and great info for the diaspora. Go to Cash App and enter A-P-H-I-E-L-L-E-V-I to donate to the Forefront Radio to cover our advertising costs and reach more people. Catch our next episode on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, anchor.fm slash the forefront. Always remember, the truth shall liberate the mind. Peace to the heirs of promise and the heritage of the scattered 12 tribes.